0: One of the nastiest things that I think um, people hurl at each other as an insult is, you know, questions about whether or not someone reads or if they can read. I really don't like those kinds of comments because education is not easily accessible to everyone. Literacy is not easily accessible to everyone. And there are systemic issues that make certain populations, really the poor and not white, um, more likely to not have adequate educations or not be able to read at even a functional level, much less in a way that is able to critique what they're reading, see through manipulation, have critical judgment of what they're reading, and then use those skills to um, be upwardly mobile. So there's a whole, it's a very classist, elitist, and to a degree sexist and racist type of attack to question one's literacy and their, you know, their um, education level. So I don't like, I don't like those kinds of insults. But as an observation, as just an observation, it is true that You know, most people in this country, the United States, I mean, they don't fucking read. You know, (laughs) most people do not read. Most people have piss poor literacy skills. And like I said, that it's systemically designed. Um, And most people don't know how to like choose what they are reading wisely and approach everything with a degree of a healthy degree of skepticism. And it is infuriating and it is depressing and there are times when I just feel like I'm drowning in the sludge of idiocy that this country represents. Like I just there there are times when I feel that way. And you know what I'm gonna point this out. I'm not gonna edit it out. I'm going to point out that terms like idiot, moron, stupid, dunce, these are terms that um, rank intelligence, right? And these are specific to people of low intelligence. But you know what they, uh, what they're predicated on, or what they come from? They come from the eugenics movement, okay? And the eugenics was a movement that tried to ground racism in biological differences. It's been invalidated, however. I mean, it, there's nothing biologically correct about it, but it, it um, the ideas clearly persist in racist minds and in our racist culture and our racist language. And I'm not gonna edit it out. I'm trying to edit it out of my real vocabulary. Um, But this is something that I just recently became aware of. And I'm calling myself out because, I think this is a very good example, my use of the term "idiots" just now is a very good example of how deeply ingrained this stuff is into our culture because I just explained, prior to using that language, that I understand that education and l- limits to e- people's education are all system, <laughs> systematically designed. They are purposefully um, rigged in certain ways to limit who has access. I understand this, but I still have been indoctrinated into a racist, specifically, culture that has a racist language that you know, even I am vulnerable to using and being a conduit of those discriminatory um, systems. It's ugly, but I, I needed to point that out because that's something I'm working on personally and that is something you know, that I think is important for me to be accountable for. So that's why I didn't edit it out because I, it's a learning moment for those listening and for myself. The major purpose of this episode, however, is to discuss how I am realizing that as I really dive in headfirst into reading, like binge reading, um, I really am separating myself um, out from just the general populace of people who do not binge read, okay? You know, I have to force myself to read fiction. I have to force myself to read novels um, to make sure I don't depress myself too much by reading heavy, really heavy shit about sexism and racism and all of the various isms. I'm on the playground, by the way. Um, but, you know, I, what I enjoy, I enjoy delving into these things. I enjoy educating myself, which really is what, what you can do without someone handing you a syllabus. Like, just read books, read incessantly, you will grow, you will be smarter every word that you read, more empowered with knowledge. Um, but I realized that as I do this, independently of um, an academic institution, as I, as I just read on my own for my own pleasure and my own um, empowerment, I am setting myself even farther to the margins of like the general populace. There are even fewer people that I can relate to. There are even fewer people who can relate to me. And to a degree that is depressing because community and um, feeling accepted and feeling like I have homies is like, it's a big deal for me because I've never really felt that way. I have never really felt secure in that way. So to place myself farther outside of mainstream I've never been mainstream, but to place myself even farther outside of it, that's like almost scary to me. But this is how I feel healthier. This is how I feel safer. You know, I feel safer the more that I know, the more that I can understand, the better I feel in the world, the stronger I feel. Um, I feel less vulnerable to being manipulated. Uh, So it's not going to stop. But it is very jarring when I find myself in mainstream environments and by mainstream, I do not mean white. I mean mainstream people who read, read at like an eighth grade level, which is not high enough. Um, I, when I find myself in these environments, I'm like a, I'm a freak. <laughs> like I, I am a freak in those environments and no. I am not speaking the same language as those people are as the mainstream populace is I am not speaking the same language so when I use certain words that are words you know and when I reference certain concepts that the mainstream is not familiar with, you know it just the the, commu- the, the barriers to, to, to communication become even thicker wider the gulf becomes even more insert um, um, even more difficult to travel through. And unless people want to ha- unless people want to learn and want to connect and want to understand what I'm saying and inquire, then there's just no way to get past that, you know. But it was just, you know, I'm not going to reference the exact situation um, that I got into that made me realize this. But it's just been jarring to realize that the benefits, all of the benefits to me educating myself through reading incessantly, there are social consequences, you know, and there always have been social consequences to being a nerd, you know, a bookworm. Um, and I just, you know, it is what it is. Because at the end of the day, reading for me is a vitamin. It's like eating my vegetables, intellectually. And I'm... I'm an adult now so I understand the importance of it and I'm not going to let the fact that the cool kids who are actually dummies want to try to use it against me. You know, I'm I'm really going to harness it for my betterment and for my emotional health because this, as I have said, it makes me feel good holistically. I feel safer, smarter, stronger. And yes, I feel better. I feel better than I did a second before, like, as soon as I finish a book, I feel better. As soon as I finish a chapter, I feel better than I did before I finished that chapter. And maybe I also feel better than the ignoramuses around me, you know, the ones who are vicious, at least. Because look, I, I know about prejudice. I just outlined that XYZ. I know that certain people don't have access to um, education and all the barriers. I have made that clear, I think. But let me tell you something, I'm a human. I am but a human being. And my patience runs fucking thin. And I'm good at a lot of things. I'm good at being patient and compassionate, but I'm also good at cutting to the quick of situations and not wasting my patience and my compassion on just any old body, okay? Especially if they're attacking me. I am not Michelle Obama, okay? You go low, I will go lower. But, yeah, that's all I have to say today. I'm just happy to record something. But hopefully I'll actually post this because, like, I, I record all the time and then I don't post. Yeah. Bye.